Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 well good evening and welcome to contending for the faith we are the cutting edge christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church we are live live for the next hour with your host bay area pastor lecturer counselor and expert on the cults dr jerry l buckner Welcome to another edition of Contending for the Faith. We've been out for the last couple of weeks, but we are in the studio live tonight. This is our last program of 2019, and because of that, we are going to hold off on our series on 11 Ways Why God Allows Suffering. Dr. Buckner is going to do a special New Year's program tonight. Dr. Buckner always brings us unique titles. And tonight, we will talk about the different puts of God as we prepare to go into the new year. So get ready for this and much, much more, for we are not pretending, but contending for the faith. Good evening, Dr. Buckner. How are you doing today? Well, I'm truly blessed. How about yourself? Uh, well, I'm doing great. Had a great Christmas. How about you? Well, I had a great uh, Christmas as well, and it's been a true blessing and an awesome blessing, and we're just glad to be back on the saddle as well. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> and I trust that you had a blessed uh, uh, Christmas as well. We sure did. And uh, yes, it's uh, every year it's just a blessing to be able to spend that time with family and just kind of get away. Amen. That's yeah. good. Praise the Lord for that. We Thank the Lord for all the good things that he always does and, and, and how he blesses. I'm going to kind of change my headphones here for a minute uh, because I'm having a problem with uh, hearing inside them. Uh, and I think I'm having some problems with this one as well. But uh, we'll try to get this ironed out here in a few seconds. Okay, I think that's it right there. Okay, that's much better. Oh, I can hear you a lot better. And all me. right, that's much better. Okay. Well, uh, happy uh New Year to everybody in advance, because we know that uh, this is a, a awesome time when we come together and just, uh, you know, bless the Lord as we look to the new year, because God is always good and worthy to be praised. You know? Amen. Yes. And so what I want to do tonight uh, is uh, talk uh, to you and give you an encouraging word uh, around the new year. Because we all need to be uh, blessed uh, with an encouraging word, not only in our churches, but in our communities and uh, abroad. And we want to uh, call your attention to uh, Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And I want to read in your hearing verses 22 through 25. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22. The text says here in verse 22 that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, oh, how we need to do that, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, oh, how we need to do that as well which was created according to God 
in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and edification and exhortation of his holy word. I have a catchy title for you tonight, and uh, some of you probably never heard this title before, but that's the good thing. All right, I'm going to talk to you tonight about the four puts of God. The four puts, P-U-T-S. The four puts of God. Now, nothing never works in our lives unless we put it to work, put it to action, put it into practice, and put our lives in alignment to God's will. Notice these W's. To God's will, ways, work, and worship. Wills, ways, work, and worship. You know, there's an old saying that goes like this, the proof is in the pudding. And we got to put things to proof by putting it into the pudding. And that we got to put everything in alignment to God's will. Now, I want you to notice something very important in this uh, text of scriptures here. Because you have a series of puts all in these verses that I just shared with you. Uh, these puts of God, the puts of God. The number one put is found in verse 22. Notice that it says that you put off. Now make a note of that, that you put off. This is where everything begins. Uh, And this is how you make everything right with your relationship with God as you go into the new year and as you deal with every day with God. You got to put off. Now, he tells you what to put off. That you put off concerning the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. That That means that old Adam, the first Adam, that has is part of you. You know that's what Paul talks about in in First uh, Corinthians or Romans seven, rather. Every time I try to do good, evil is present with me. The thing that I hate, that is what I do. That's that old nature. That's part of us that doesn't want to read the Bible, doesn't want to pray, doesn't want to go to church, doesn't want to give, doesn't want to worship, doesn't want to be obedient. He's saying here. Put off. Nothing will work in your life unless you put it off. You know, and he just lists a whole laundry of things in this whole chapter. You know, later on he talks about, you know, uh, to put away anger and, you know, lying and just read the whole chapter because this whole laundry list that he gives is something that you got to put off, my friend. And uh, in the Greek, the word put off means to strip away. The old filthy clothes, this is put, this describes uh, in the Greek true repentance and submission to God at the point of salvation. So Ephesians 4 and verse 22 says to put off the old man, the attributes of the first Adam, 
the unconverted sinful nature that is corrupt and deceit. And you know, Dwight Lyman Moody in his book, Secret Powers, said there has to be an emptying before there can be a filling. You got you to gotta empty out of you all of that uh, stuff that is contrary to the will of God, my friend, if you want God to use you. Now, number, number two, the second put is found in verse uh, 23. Now, th- this is some interesting stuff here. Now, it says in verse 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Now, this second, this second put is to put in. Notice the preposition in there, renewed in. So this put is continuing. You got to put off in order for the Lord to put something in you. You got to, first of all, put it out of you. You got you to gotta just put it out of you in the name of Jesus so he can put some things in you. You know, and uh, this is what he's talking about here. Uh, the Apostle Paul says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Now, uh, this Ephesians 4 and 23, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Uh, This involves salvation, involves the mind. And warfare begins in the mind. And you know what? You want to link with this verse of Scripture, two verses, Romans 12 and 2 and 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. Romans 12 and 2 talks about a transformed mind. And then... 2 Corinthians uh, uh, 10 or five, uh, ten and verse 5 talks about bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You see, God wants you to have a renewed mind, and when you have that renewed mind and transformed mind daily, because junk could get inside you. you, you know, your mind is like a wash machine. When that dirt and all that stuff get in there, you got to cleanse it out. And then when your mind is transformed, it cleanses out all of those sinful thoughts that has been controlling you. And then you have a renewed mind within you. You know, and that's why Paul says in uh, Philippians chapter 4, think on those things which is good, perfect, and, you know, good report. You know, think on those things. Now, Uh, So we've learned so far in verse 22. Now notice all these puts, the puts of God. We learned, number one, put off, verse 22. Number two, put in. (laughs) And then number three, the third put is found in Ephesians 4 and verse 24. Uh, And it says in verse 24, and that you put on the new man which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Now, every day of your life, you got to put on. See, when you put off, you prepare yourself to put something in you. And then when you prepare yourself to put something in you, you you prepare yourself to put something on you. And God wants to put on you and dress on you, as the text says, as the verse says, a new man, he wants to dress you in true righteousness and true holiness. That's what God wants you to put on you. And he wants you to put on you daily righteousness, holiness, sanctification, righteousness. He wants you to put that on you every day. Now, 
this fits in, this put on, fits in with Ephesians 6 and verse 11. Make a note of that. Because it says, put on the whole armor of God. So this put on is not only you putting on you a new man and you're putting on you true righteousness and holiness, but you also got to put on the armor of God daily, too, in order to defeat the enemy. And now this fits into also Acts 1 and 8, when the Holy Spirit came up on them. See, when they were in that upper room, they were emptying themselves so the Holy Spirit could come upon them and give them power. Now, this uh, is so important for us to understand in the light of this. We need to put on that new man, the Second Corinthians 5 and 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. Now, let's go through this review, and then I want to hit on the fourth one. So let's review this now. Number one, the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 4 and 22, put off. Number two, the Apostle Paul says, put in, Ephesians 4 and 23. Number three, the Apostle Paul says, put on, okay? And that's Ephesians 4 and 24. And then number four, and lastly, you are to put away. Now, look at Ephesians 4 and 25, Therefore, putting away, look at the laundry list, lying. See, we can lie two ways, verbally and live lies. You know, so let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. And notice in verse 26, be angry and do not sin. You've got to put away anger, and you've got to put away the devil, giving uh, into the devil, into wrath. Look at this laundry list. All of these things here that he talks about in verse 26 all the way through is he's saying to put away. Now, uh, and then he gets into verse 31, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and all these things be put away. So this last point here is that we put away. Now, when we put these things away, even corrupt communication, all these things, we put off, we put in, we put on, we put away. Then God is ready to do a work in us that is beyond our imagination. These are called the four puts of God for you and me for the new year. May the Lord add a blessing to his word. And he that has an ear, let him hear what the Lord is saying through the preacher for a good word for us for the new year. Brother Jim. And Dr. Buckner says, don't put off, put in, put on, or put away. And for you, don't put off calling into the program. We would like to hear from you after this break. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith. My name is Jim Clark, and I am in the studio with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. And he has been going through the four puts in Ephesians 4. And what an awesome word it is. But before we get back to that, we want to begin by thanking everyone who has been diligently praying for Contending for the Faith. We also want to thank those who gave over the last couple of weeks. Jim and Kim, Kenneth, Michael, Jackie, Mary June, Donald, Scott, John, and Alfred. We want to remind everyone that it costs us $400 a week to stay on the air. We need your help. As of right now, we need a total of $445 
to be caught up for this week's program. During the Christmas season, many people kind of slack off in their giving to radio programs. Won't you, part- won't you partner with us and financially to help us go into the new year in the black? We don't want to be forced to go off the air due to lack of financial help. Please partner with us financially so we can have a prosperous year for 2020. There are two ways you can give. You can send a check or a money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Or the easy way is just to go on your computer to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And just click on the Donate button. It's that easy. Well, we uh, again, Dr. Buckner, you're, uh, did you mention you're going to be doing a teaching? Should I uh, remind the folks about that? Well, yes, uh, we can talk a little bit about it, but I know it's just for the students at uh, Gateway. Oh, okay. Yes, you can share a little bit about it. Well, um, I, I believe you mentioned it's going to be broadcast. Yes, it is going to be broadcast. Yes, I will be teaching uh, about a 10-week course at uh, Gateway uh, Seminary here in Fremont uh, on the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Mormons and the Nation of Islam and the Black Hebrew Israelites. And they are going to air that teaching on KFAX uh, because Craig Robinson, them, they have a high respect for me and my teachings. And so we're looking forward to that. We'll keep everybody posted on when they will uh, do that. And uh, we know it's going to be a blessing to the students there because these are electoral classes for people who are uh, getting master's degrees and doctorates. So I'm thankful for the opportunity to be uh, able to uh, teach the students, and uh, I'll be using a PowerPoint. And I am also uh, have PowerPoints that I can use for churches as well on any type of subject uh, related to uh, theology, cults, Christology, uh, you, you name it. You know, if you need something uh, taught on a particular subject, uh, give us a call, and maybe we can work out something to come right into your church and do it. And I know the people will be blessed, and there's people calling on me all the time to come into churches and do teaching. And I'll be one of the keynote speakers at the Bass Convention coming up in uh, March uh, as well as I'll be the leading workshop specialist, and I'll be doing three workshops at the Bass Convention in Castro Valley, uh, I believe it's in March. So I'll be teaching in February, and then in March they're going to have the big Bass Convention, and that's not referring to fishing and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, that's uh, talking about the Bay Area Sunday School. So want to clarify that we're not uh, we're going to be fishing, but not uh, fishing in a you know, swim, right. like, you know, fishers of men. Yeah, yeah, fishers of men. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to promote this uh, this teaching of yours because uh, it's actually one of his specialities is teaching on the cults. And uh, as for somebody who's got a family member that's been involved in the cults, uh, this is especially poignant for me. Uh, anyways, I think that uh, we probably want to get to some callers. What do you think, Dr. Parker? Let's do that. Okay, I think the first caller we have is Sally. Sally, are you there? Yes. Uh, How are you doing God there? bless all of you as you start as we start next Wednesday on the new year. I give, have a message from Deborah Winterfeld. Okay, what is, what is that message? She is so happy that she is in a place where people can come to her rather than she having to call out and and make contact with people. She's had 
some very nice visitors from a church in Berkeley, and of course her faithful deacon from the church she used to go to, and his wife, and she's had uh, at least two, maybe three of her siblings that, that made contact with her. And whenever um, I call, they are very good, if I call at the right time, they are very good at bringing a telephone to her. And so we just had a good conversation the other day, and she wants to remember you, Dr. Buckner, and Jerry Bell, and Frederick, and and uh, Rick, of course. She's very concerned about him. And uh, I, if he weren't on the air tonight, I would have called him, so I don't know what his situation is. But she thinks about all of you and prays for you and wishes that people would continue to pray for her. She's in a, a room of six women who are all quite bedridden, and uh, it's a, quite a new experience for her, but she's been there since August, and she um, uh, she's always, uh, I, I call and, and we talk or we read depending on how we feel, and uh, she is very appreciative of, uh, you know, she still has a terrible situation with her health, but uh, otherwise, as far as mobility is concerned, but Otherwise, she, whoever brought her to Jesus Christ did a wonderful, beautiful thing. And uh, if anyone has a disabled person, a, a person who has educational difficulties, if you would take time to give them the gospel and disciple them, uh, you are doing God's work in a very special way, just like Jesus talked to the people and, and and healed some of the people who nobody else wanted to, to spend time with. Well, thank That's you. my message. Yes, thank you so much, uh, Sally, for that encouraging message. We've been uh, wondering how she's been doing. Thank you for the update. Thank you for being there. And we do want to take some time out to pray for her while you're on the air with us. And we want to also get information uh, to visit her. And so uh, Rick will be calling you to get the details because he's back home now. He was in. Oh, he did get home. Oh, good. Yes, he was in good. a uh, care uh, rehabilitation care facility, but he's back home, so he'll be calling you to get that uh, detailed information. But we're gonna have Brother Jim right now to pray for Deborah right now, and we're gonna ask everybody in the Bay Area to join in with us in praying for Deborah. You know, she was a faithful person to the ministry and to calling and supporting this ministry. So, Brother Jim. Okay, Father God, we thank you so much for our sister in Christ, Deborah. And Lord, she has been very faithful to contending for the faith. And uh, Lord, she's uh, obviously been very faithful to you. Lord, as uh, Sally mentioned, she's been given the gift of salvation, and there is no greater gift. Lord, we look forward to spending uh, time and eternity with her. And Lord, we, we just where she's not hindered by any of the problems that she has now. And Lord, we just pray that you would give her relief from these things and even healing. Lord, we thank you that you are such a great God, that you love us, that you do give us this great gift of salvation. And, uh, and Father, we pray that you would continue to save others and help us to reach out to others and save them. But right now, Lord, we just thank you for Deborah and all the things that you've done for her. And we lift you, uh, lift her up, and we lift you up, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Well, thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you so much, uh, Sally. God bless you. All right. Who we have uh, next? Okay. Cece. I think we'll go to Cece. Cece, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing? 
How you guys doing? I'm, I'm hanging in there. Oh, good. Uh, happy New Year to you in advance, and uh, we trust that you had a blessed uh, Christmas. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hung in there. I tried to I hung in there. Oh, good, good, good. Okay. Well, what's on your heart tonight? Uh, you have a question? Yeah, I want to ask you a question in uh, Romans chapter 6, uh, verse 3. Okay. Romans yeah. 6 Romans six and 3. Yes. All righty. Actually, actually, I'm sorry, 6 and 4. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's six and three, it's six and three, yeah, it's six and three. That's what I said. That's what I told. That's what I told the radio. I mean, the, um, the guy I gave the, the verse to. Yes, yeah, Romans six three. Okay, why don't why don't you? Um, uh, you have your Bible there. Yes, it's right in front of me. Uh, okay, why don't you uh, read that to us? No problem, sir. It says, "Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ? Were baptized." into his death. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a very good uh, scripture here, and uh, this is uh, uh, a, a passage of scripture that some people take to mean uh, literally that uh, you are being baptized into water. But, but this does not refer to water baptism. Paul is actually using the word baptize in a metaphorical sense, as we might, in saying someone was in immersed in his work, underwent his baptism of fire, experienced some uh, in that sense. All Christians have, by placing uh, saving faith in him, been uh, spiritually immersed into uh, the person of Christ, and we become unified and identified with him in that uh, unique way. But certainly water baptism uh, pictures this reality uh, and the purpose of it as well. But this is more in a metaphorical perspective than a literal sense of the baptism of water. So I just wanted to kind of bring that out so that you can uh, see the distinction between the two. Um, thank you, thank you. I, I, I got it. You got it? Oh, good, good. Yeah, I got it. You, 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 you was real clear on that. I, I appreciate it. Amen. Amen. Glad to help you out with that. And do you have any uh, prayer requests? Yeah, if you can, if you can pray for me. Um, I've been having this thing that's been tormenting me since I was a child. That's one God to help me with that. And then I have a serious tooth infection that if it gets to my blood, it could be terminal. So I need to, you know, I need his help in that. And if you can pray for Mother Rosa Linda and uh, my family and um lift up um a couple lift up a couple of, of celebrities um Megan Good and her husband they they just got married a couple of years ago and they stayed celibate until they were married and did it right and he he's a young pastor so, and I wanted to pray for them and then pray for Madonna and if you can, if you can if you guys can squeeze Sophia in there and Rick Harry's home I appreciate that we sure will and let me before we get to the prayer with you just quickly what was one thing that stood out that touched you through the message tonight? When you said to put, when you talked about putting away, like you know, what I'm saying when you said putting the, the old, the old man away, in, in terms of of our our lifestyle, the way we used to, the way we was before, in terms of that, and what it, what that to me signified is us truly living for Him, because we're not going to be living for Him if we don't put away those things. If we're trying to hold on to those things. We can't have the best of both worlds. So well said, uh, right to the point. Appreciate that. We always appreciate your input as well uh, and feedback, so thank you for that. 
All right, we got our brother Jim to uh, pray for you, and I know we're going to have to get to a commercial break soon, but let's have Brother Jim to pray for you and your prayer request. Brother Jim. Hey, Cece, I didn't catch all of the names that you had mentioned. I, something, uh, Megan Good, is that correct? Or? Yeah, Megan Good and her husband um, just continue to can continue to pray for their uh, they marriage, uh, and I, I appreciate what they, you know, how they, they actually held out there with Mary, and he's a young pastor, and she's a young uh, comedian, not a comedian, but a young actor. And it was Madonna was the other one. And okay, and then there was a one named Sophia. Yeah, yeah, Sophia, Sophia, Rick, and my mother Rosalinda and our family. Okay. Lord God, we thank you that again that you are such an awesome God to us. We just lift up CC and his family. Lord, I, CC mentioned that he's just being tormented by a tooth infection, and Lord, we pray that uh, you would bring a healing. And that you would take that away from him completely, Father. We uh, we know you have the power to heal, and Lord, we just pray for a full and complete healing for that. Lord, we pray for his mother Rosalinda, and uh, and Father, we just pray that your Holy Spirit would be with her and continue to grow her in peace and grow her in the uh, the Word of God. Uh, Lord, we pray for the celebrities that he mentioned, um, Megan Good, and uh, and we pray for her new uh, marriage to a pastor, Lord, and we also pray for Madonna. Uh, Lord, anyone can be saved, and uh, if you could bring Madonna to repentance, that would be just an awesome miracle for the world to see. And uh, Lord, Lord, we also lift up Sophia Rick, and uh, Lord, that you would, uh, your Holy Spirit would come upon her as well, and that you could, and you would grow her in, in faith, Lord God. And uh, we thank you, and we pray all these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, CC, for your call and your prayer requests and your feedback. And uh, I guess we need to go to a commercial break. All right. Well, it sounds like we are going to go to a commercial break right now. So to have our sponsors better serve you. And when we get back, we would like to hear from you. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith. My name is Jim Clark, and I am in the studio with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. And we are taking your calls and answering your questions. Once again, I just want to remind you that we are a listener-supported program. And so we do covet your support. So if uh, you have a moment, please go on to contendingfaith.org and click the Donate button and help us stay, uh, stay on the air, because that's very important. Anyways, we want to get back to the callers, Dr. Buckner. And, Let's do uh, that. I think the next caller is David. All David, right. are you there? Hello, David? Yes, Dr. Buckner. How are you doing tonight? I am truly blessed, sir. How are you doing? Just fine. The, I want to uh, talk about the topic you're talking about. Yes, sir. And you, you're talking about me. I need to put on that new clothes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I ask for you to pray for me and my family and help and pray for the homeless. Well, that sounds like a good prayer request, my friend. Is this the first time you ever called in? Yes. Well, we are delighted to have you call in for your first time. And what a good uh, prayer request going into the new year, because you want to make everything right with God and uh, your family. And so you called in at the right time, and uh, we want to start off this new year putting off, you know, so that we can put something in, and then we can put it on, and then we can put it away. So uh, what a good prayer request, uh, David, and we're going to ask uh, Brother Jim uh, to pray for you right now and your family, and we want you to get back with us and let us know how you guys are doing. You can call us back in the new year, 
and let us know how you're doing because we're going to not only pray for you tonight, but we're going to continue to have you on our prayer list and your family that God will uh, take, uh, that you allow God to take resident. Uh, he'll take resident if you allow him to be the president. <laughs> All right. Amen. So, Brother Jim, let's pray for our brother David. Okay. Father God, we thank you for David. We thank you for, uh, for having the fortitude, Lord, to call in. And, Lord, it's my privilege to be able to lift him up in prayer on the air. And, Father, I pray that that uh, something has stirred in his heart tonight as he listened to the program, something that Dr. Buckner said. It's just the Holy Spirit has come upon him. And, uh, Lord, we just pray that your hand would be upon him, that you would be protecting him and his family, that you would be leading them in the way of the truth, Lord, and uh, the truth about your son, Jesus Christ, who came and died for our sins so that we can be with you in eternity. Lord, we pray that David would be, uh, would be a new man this year, Lord, that 2020 Amen. would bring a new relationship with you, and, Lord, that his family would follow suit. And, Lord, we don't know what's going on in his family. Father, I just pray that uh, whatever it is, Lord, that, that you know what it is, Lord, that you, will, that you will make things new, all things new in his life. We thank you again for David. We thank you for his faithfulness. And we lift you up in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you, David, for your call and your uh, prayer request. And God bless you and Happy New Year to you and your family. And same to you, Doctor. Uh, you got it. All okay. right. Good we night. have uh, Rick next. Brother Rick, how you doing? I am blessed. And I just want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a Happy New Year to all of you. Back Thanks, at Rick. you. Back at you, my good friend. And uh, I'm sure you heard uh, Sally's call as well. And uh, I, I'm very encouraged by Deborah. Yes. And I'm, I'm, and I, and I'm, look, I'm looking forward to talking with Deborah myself. Amen. So we're going to encourage you to talk with Sally and then get all of the information we need so we can even take some time out as a staff to go by okay. and and pray for her, visit her, and pray for her. We we want to practice what we preach, and that means to get out there and be that salt and light that Jesus called us to be. And, uh, and, got, and get you some prayers about David, too, which I'm very encouraged about, too. Amen. Amen. And what's on your heart tonight, my brother? You have a question? Uh, there's a very interesting thing going on in the world right now. Uh, Christianity today, we're starting to get into the uh, politics and stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it gives me the impression they're being influenced by the world by saying that Donald Trump should not be our president. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to hear some of your uh, thoughts about that. Well, that's a very good question <clears throat> that you're raising, uh, this is something really interesting that the listening audience need to know and, and understand that Christianity today uh, used to be back in the 1950s. Uh, it used to be a conservative Christian magazine. And Billy Graham was the one that uh, pretty much got it started. Uh, well, his grand, uh, uh, Franklin Graham's grandfather also was involved with it, and Billy Graham had a great influence on that. So um, when we talk about the Christianity Today magazine, uh, Mark Galley, who is the chief editor, is a liberal, and he's also uh, a person who 
uh, has been uh, supportive of the liberal candidates for presidency. Now, uh, Billy Graham started it in the 1950s, and when he shortly thereafter, later on, uh, departed from it, and then what happened when he departed from it, uh, it was taken over by liberals. So it's nothing surprising about what they're saying. Now, they had on uh, Fox uh, Franklin Graham, and Franklin Graham was talking about how uh, his father uh, would have, uh, if he'd known what they're doing, would, would turn over in the grave because he was a supporter of Trump. He was uh, also an individual that, uh, you know, uh, voted for him. And so he said that he would not agree with what they're saying today at all. So that's that's kind of very informative to know what Franklin Graham was saying. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, that's some little extra insight to the uh, editorial that was put out. And that, but one other note: they had over two hundred conservative evangelical Christians that, when they heard this information about what to, the Christianity Today said, they responded with a rebuttal against Mark Galley and saying that they totally disagree with him. Billy Graham would have disagreed with him. And Franklin Graham was on a program the other day and said, my father disagreed with him and had no part of this uh, liberal uh, magazine anymore. So I think what he ended up doing, Mark Galley, he started quoting Billy Graham as a support for his turning against Trump. But Franklin Graham uh, said, my father wouldn't have never felt that way. So that's what I want to just kind of add to the situation there. Okay. No, thank you very much. Yeah, I so, think what happens, what happens a lot of times, we take things for granted, and we're not keeping up to date on things. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, one one thing is so true that Internet lies can travel across the world before truth can get its boots on. <laughs> that, is, that is so true. Well, let's pray for you, Brother Rick. We're going to try to get uh, another caller in, Jermaine. Let's pray for you. And do you have any prayer requests that we can pray for you on? I'll continue to pray for the same things I've been asking for all this, all this time. Mm-hmm. Health, finances, and uh, just keeping me focused on God. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to do that. We're going to have Brother Jim to pray for you right now. Okay. Well, Father in Heaven, we thank you again, uh, Lord God. Rick has been a a longtime brother and friend of the show, and Lord, we just pray that uh, that you would be watching over him, Lord. We know you are. Lord, that you would uh, heal him and make him his health better and continue to grow him in strength. And, Lord, we pray that uh, you would also help him with his finances. Lord, that uh, can be the toughest thing when you're also trying to deal with uh, health conditions. Lord, we just pray that that you would have a special blessing come upon him. And, Lord, uh, just generally, he mentioned for his focus upon you. And, Lord, we know that that can be one of the most difficult things. Um, Life tends to throw us curveballs all the time and tries to, you know, the enemy tries to derail us. And, Lord... We don't want to be derailed. We want to stay focused on you. We know 
that is ultimately how we will have joy in this life, is having our eyes focused right on you. So, Lord, I pray that you would help Rick to remain focused and to keep up with his Bible reading and his prayer. And, uh, Lord, bring new support into his life, both financially and health-wise, and friendships. And, Lord, we, uh, we thank you for that and pray all these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Brother Jim. Appreciate that prayer. Thank you, Rick, for your call and your good question as well. All right. Well, we can go to Brother Jermaine. Jermaine All right. Jermaine, Jermaine, are you there? Hello, I'm here. How you doing there, my brother? I'm uh, doing pretty good. Just glad I made it in on our final show of the year. Amen. Well, uh, Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year to you and your entire family and friends and everybody else. All right, same to you guys. Yes, sir. And what's on your heart, my brother? Well, just, um, you know, I'm not out of town for the week, but I notice no matter where I go, I keep seeing the uh, the homeless issue that's, that's going on in our country it seems to be getting progressively worse, and especially in the city of San Francisco, where I'm from. I see it, it's, just, it's just magnified to the point where it's unbelievable, and I, I see people from third world countries that are amazed at the conditions that they see some people in. I was just, I, I heard a brother who uh, I respect, he had mentioned how he believed a lot of it was spiritual. I believe a lot of that too, because this is simple. There's beyond simple economics. I know that place, that's a component in it, but uh, I've seen drugs, alcohol, mental issues, and, and no one ever talks about the spiritual. I, I just wanted to kind of hear your thoughts on that. Maybe you can elaborate on that situation because it's, it's only getting worse, not better. Right, right. That is uh, so true. Uh, yeah, the spiritual, it seems to be left out. And this is one of the reasons why Jesus uh, always addressed uh, the rich, because uh, even the rich uh, of his day didn't want to prioritize and put him first. And he would talk about uh, it's easy for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And he to addressed the rich young ruler, and he addressed uh, no man can serve God and mammon. So he addressed uh, a lot of the rich and being concerned about the poor. Uh, and Jesus was constantly trying to prioritize people by putting him first. Uh, it's a problem on both sides. Um even poor people, a lot of them are not putting Jesus first, and the rich are not putting him first, and therefore we're suffering. You see, the real problem today in the white in in government and with the with the issues of the poor and the rich and the suffering with homelessness is a deeper issue. It's a sin issue, and and until we deal with a sin issue. We're never going to deal with the community issues of our day. And because we've left God out and we don't talk about God, uh, the problems of, uh, in our world is getting worse and worse. Now, I do want to say this, that uh, Donald Trump has said this. Uh, he's, he's looked at the situation of uh, the homelessness and uh, and he has challenged uh, Gavin Newsom and uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi and others who are uh, living in 
uh, these uh, mansions, but they're not uh, doing anything with the homeless crisis because the homeless crisis is a mental problem. It is an addiction problem. It is a uh, community problem, and it is um, a problem on so many fronts. But until we get right with God and in, in putting him number one, you know, Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. We're suffering the consequences of not putting God first. But at the same time, we have a problem with the rich getting richer and the poor getting poor. And we are not really balancing out things uh, to do things for the have-nots because they do have mental issues. They do have addiction issues. And you can't just uh, go in the community and just build uh, homeless shelters without dealing with the mental issue and the addiction issue and all the but the, but you can deal with the mental issue and the addiction issue but if you don't include the spiritual number one the problems are never going to get solved because they need God and you're bringing out a crucial point you bring it out why don't they deal with that they don't deal with it because second Thessalonians chapter 2 says because they have rejected the truth God will send them strong delusions that they will believe a lie than the truth. And this is what's happening today. Strong delusions are upon our world today, in our communities, in some of our churches, in our homes, because we have rejected God. And so that's the issue. So we need to pray about this crisis that people will turn back to God because he's the only answer, and I appreciate your point on that. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Butler. I look forward to uh, talking to you guys in 2020. Yeah, we look forward to it, too. And God bless you, too. We have, uh, I believe, one more caller. Yes, we do. Try to squeeze that person in. So let's go to Sophia. Sophia, are you there? Sophia, how are you doing? And happy Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Oh, Merry Christmas to to everybody there. And um, I want to say, and and I'm so excited to get in. I don't have much time, so I might put my question off. Very important question to me. But I think I'm going to wait because I wanted to say, if I may, Dr. Buckner, and by the way, I, I have put all those puts. I love them. I will be really meditating on all those puts. Oh, very uh, good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, I need all four of those puts. I can tell you that much. And I was happy for that brother David, you know, a new man in Christ and his family and the whole concern. So, David, we're all going to pray. You're, you're part of the family of God. We'll all be praying for you. Now, I wanted to say to Cece, I have I had a root canal and there was an infection also. Let him tell his. Uh, you have to be proactive sometimes with doctors. You know what I'm saying, Doctor Buckner. Mm-hmm. And so I say to the dentist, there are two different kinds of antibiotics. Make sure he takes one, which is a regular antibiotic, and then there's another one that's a little heavier. So I had two courses, so he can ask his dentist about that because you don't want to have that infection, as he said, getting into the blood. But I pray for you, Cece, and so. Dr. Buckner, I was with, as you know, my husband is Jewish, so I had Hanukkah, but then Christmas. And I'll throw out the question, and you can answer it maybe another time. And they were saying to me, Sophia, it doesn't really matter. As long as a person's saying the right thing, and they're mentioning Christ and what's in the Bible, who cares who they are? And I'm saying no, because Paul had that demon. You know, Lydia was giving him money for his ministry and from her purple cloth. 
and then there was a demon-possessed girl. And he says, no, even though she's saying good things about me, I don't want it from her. So am I wrong, Dr. Buckner? Does it matter? Like they said, who cares if it's a Jehovah Witness or, you know, uh, as long as they're saying the right things. But I don't think that's right. Am you, I right? You, you, yeah, you're, you're hitting it right on. You're knocking a home run. You know what? We're going to pick up with this conversation. I'm going to try to connect you with Rick as well because he's a Jewish Christian brother. And we're going to try to connect you and Rick together. But I save this question and we're going to pick it up next time because our time is out and we got to go. But we'll address that next time. And God bless you. Oh, God job. bless all of you. All right. Well, if you're... You hear that music, that means I've got just a few seconds left, and I just want to thank you for the end of another exciting broadcast, and thank Vince, our our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being a part of tonight's program. Please keep us in your prayers until next week. Until that time, we will once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith.